every time that we're looking here in the Word and you're helping describe and help paint that picture for us from the original, that it's a voice, that it's it's speaking, yeah. and it's, it's, I don't know, that's just, that's beautiful to me. If you know if there, uh, there's a lot of different voices you look forward to hearing, but mm-hmm. uh, you know if you're all alone or things are going terribly bad <laughs> and you hear the voice of someone that can help you and and yeah. end it, uh, that's actually the topic of this one is uh, probably in that neighborhood of the last Trump. You know that, yeah. that part of it? Giving you 10 of the different aspects of what Rosh Hashanah is and why we celebrate it. And number eight is, well, it's the rapture. God is the thief in the night. Mm. Now, we read this verse a little wrong sometimes, but let's go into thir- First Thessalonians 5. The day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night, for when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness. Now, pay attention to that word darkness from now on, because you'll start to hear that more. So that this day should overtake you as a thief. You're all sons of light and sons of the day. All right, Rosh Hashanah is the only feast day that occurs in the dark of a new moon. Not the full moon like all the other feasts, so it's dark. There's a sense of foreboding, just like this morning. I was telling Q when I was coming in, the moon just a little sliver like a smile. It was all that's left of it. Yeah. The dark of the moon is the period between the disappearing crescent and the first crescent. It's right about three days, the same period of time that Jesus was in the grave. Paul possibly plays on this idea that Though it's dark outside, we have a light on inside of us, right? Brethren, you are not in darkness, right? Many in time, scriptures mention this darkness. Now, in the scripture, the thief in the night, who's getting stolen is the question. It's the alive church on fire for him. Hmm. It's those who are serving, loving, and wise. It's the bride of Christ. Now, who's the thief leaving behind for judgment? The dead church from Revelation Three, the lukewarm church, also Revelation 3. The evil servant, Matthew 24. The foolish virgins from Matthew 25. Those living in darkness, that's uh, up there in 1 Thessalonians 5. Rosh Hashanah begins what is known as the 10 days of awe, or the awesome days. That's mm, my favorite word. The awesome days. The awesome, it's an awesome day, number one. <laughs> Until Yom Kippur, the day of a judgment or atonement. We know God will judge every man, woman, and child for every word, thought, and deed they've had. No one will miss their divine appointment. As we gaze up to God and give him our attention, we become more tuned to his agenda. God has purposes and plans that he's rolling out in our days, and he's looking for those who will work with him. We need to be seeking God's face to hear his instructions to us and understand his word to the world in these times. God's calling us to be his trumpet blowers in this world, conveying his message. So you you do have to understand this feast of trumpets is also an invitation to be one who blows the trumpet. Yeah. First mm. Corinthians 14, for if the trumpet makes an uncertain sound, who will prepare himself for battle? The trumpet blast calls out. It's a calling and an invitation. It's called to remember the God of Israel and an invitation to meet with him. There's still time for people to come to God in repentance, to be forgiven, embraced, and to be adopted into God's loving family. Jesus commissioned us in Matthew 28 to make sure the whole world would get to hear this good news. Now, the time will come when a different kind of trumpet blast will be heard. 
Then Yehovah will be seen over them as his arrow flashes like lightning. Yehovah Elohim will blow the shofar in March in whirlwinds of the south. And Zechariah 9. One day the very last trumpet will sound and everything will change forever. Yeah. Mm. What exactly is Rosh Hashanah? Reason number nine why we celebrate? It's the great and terrible day of Yehovah. The great day of Yehovah. This is Zephaniah 1. The great day of Yehovah is near, near and coming quickly. The cry on the day of Yehovah is bitter. The mighty warriors shouts his battle cry. That day will be a day of wrath, a day of distress and anguish, a day of trouble and ruin, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and blackness, a day of trumpet, that's shofar, a day of alarm, teruah, against the fortified cities and against the corner towers. Doesn't matter what you've done to prepare yourself that uh, you're not going to follow him, you're going to be overwhelmed. These days will one day be the seven-year tribulation. When Jesus judges the earth, the picture is vivid and horrific. Four horses of war, murder, famine, death. Not only does the earth quake, but the heavens quake with the sun, moon, and stars going dark. The kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave and every free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us, hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come. Who is able to stand? And it'll be just be getting started. Trumpets will announce plagues of destruction and bulls of judgment. We're told of Jesus. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And the winepress will was trampled outside the city, and blood came out of the winepress up to the horses' bridles for 184 day miles. Sorry, 184 miles. Whew. That's a few counties here in Georgia. <laughs> There's a great irony in Rosh Hashanah in that it celebrates the time of the creation of the universe and the total destruction of the universe. All happens Rosh Hashanah. Just as the Feast of Tabernacles follows the days of awe, so the devil be defeated and all God's enemies completely defeated and judged, culminating in the millennium, the final judgment, the new heavens and new earth. We're invited to celebrate the Feast of Trumpets every year to make sure we are ready. So the other thing this day is, is it's a reminder. Get ready. Get mm -hmm. ready. Get ready. Get ready. Because it's coming. And um, those who are not prepared. It's going to be a bad have, day. Yeah. There's no time after that. It's just destruction. So it's a good yeah. reminder. Yeah. Well, this is a good reminder as we go through this and um, to, to really dive deep into all of these events of the biblical calendar because as we said it's cyclical it's 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 all coming back around things happen yeah. like when you came in to, to teach on alul and we're talking about all the things that happened on that and then the uh what was it the, the the seventh day of the one of the other month we were talking about that everything happened on that day and you know god always has these appointed times for us to be better prepared and that's another example yeah. it's a kindness he lets us prepare he helps us tells us before it happens yeah Mm. Even and even in the whole, we don't know the day or the hour. It's only because it's based on you know the moon. <laughs> well, well that's true, and you know it really says we don't don't know the hour. We do know the the specifics of the day because it's Rosh Hashanah. But mm -hmm. the thing about Rosh Hashanah is it's actually a twenty five hour day, and mm -hmm. so that's part of that whole. It's really a weird uh, thing in Hebrew. Yeah. So yeah, why we don't know. I love that we get to dig into all of this today and, and love that our Victory family gets to be with us to do it. 